Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lilu Nishmas Imi Mirosi Ruspas Mordechai. So, day two in the French Alps, and a lot of technical difficulties. Yesterday, it seemed like everything was going great. We were recording, we were live on Zoom, on YouTube. But then afterwards, whatever we recorded was very choppy, and part of the sheer actually didn't make it into the recording. So therefore, I'm going back a little bit to where it got chopped off. If you already heard the share, you don't need it, just skip forward. We're going to start six lines down from Hoysa Achas Mehem. But before I do that, I just want to show you a little bit. People are asking me about the Alps. I want to show you the beauty of Kajbohu's creation. I'm going to take you outside. I didn't go skiing yet today. It's almost 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Bezer Hashem. I'll get like an hour's worth, but here, let me just take you for a quick, quick tour of the Alps. Here we go. So that green sign right over there is very, very close to our apartment, and that's the ski lift. And here are the amazing... Alps. It's the French Alps. So you get a picture. Here's our little apartment. So here I go back inside. Oh, it would be a good idea to close this door. Sorry. Okay. Now we just have to set up a little bit. Here we go. This goes here. Turn on the light. Okay. This goes over here. And the etzim. These are shell. Okay, so I just want to read a quick email or two. I'm going to put it. Oh, we have here from Nehemia Seltzer. He says, I never imagined in my life to be learning Torah on a flight. Flights were for movies, but now they are for growing. And you could see, or maybe you can't see Nehemia on the screen. Let's see. Here we go. Oh. Nehemi is on the screen. And then we have, the next one is one and only Rabari ben Shushan, learning Torah, making it Kiddush Hashem at a chasana. Okay, the Pardes HaChodesh for the Koylel is anonymous in Schus of Hilo ben Tzoradino, Rivko Basfega, the Shvizoycho, the Zerushok HaYoma, Pardes HaChodesh, friends and family, Rufus Shleimah, for Yaakov Yehuda ben Gittel, Paras HaChodesh, Bresla Austin Rosenberg, Shulman, and Tobias families, L'schus Rufuah Shleimah, Farah Rosh Hashiba, Rabbi Yisrael, Meir David, Ben Yochevet, Druk Shlita, Paras HaChodesh, by the Lach and Lebovich families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah is the best gula, Paras HaChodesh, Chodesh Nisan, sponsored by Yoyli, Lili Nishmas Doiv Pinchas Ben Moishal Levashon, Lili Nishmas Rucham HaChai Efrum Abbas, Doiv Pinchas Levashon, and Lili Nishmas Yichiel Shraga Ben Avram Halevi, Olevashon, Parasa Chodesh, Aaron Freeman, L'schus Parnos and Siyad Deshmaiin Kintiyat Slochter Be'eli Yishkoyach. 
And honestly, success in Parnosa and Ashirus at least seven figures. Anonymously, Masud Ben Sulika. Rabbi Yisai, here we go. So we're a little bit of a deficit. Dafchav Ches on the base, all the way in the top. Dafchav Tes is short. And I do want to tell you this. I was Zoycha here in the French Alps to make one of the, I wouldn't say difficult, but I spent the most time that I've ever spent on a, any single chart, over three hours on one chart. It's going to be a nice surprise. I've done this chart before in Yevamas, but I wanted to redo it and make it nice and spent a lot, a lot of time on it. We had a lot of Siyat in the middle of the chart. I got new graphics from Yoshi, the artist, without me even asking him. For some reason, he decided to send me some stuff that helped out a lot. So here we go. Says the Hele Gigamar. Ooh, I have to be a little bit over here. Oh, uh, no, over here. Okay, that's better. So, if we look at the chart, we have here, uh, is that the right chart? Yes. What do we have? We have four brothers here, and we learned that if one of the brothers was usher to, there's two sisters married to two brothers, and one of the sisters happens to be an erva to one of the brothers that she fell down to. So in this chart, you see Rachel falls down to Shimon, but Rachel happens to be Shimon's mother-in-law. Rachel was married to Ruvain, Shimon's brother. And when Ruvain dies, she falls down to Shimon. The problem is she cannot fall down to Shimon because she's Shimon's mother-in-law. So since she doesn't fall down to Shimon, and Shimon's other brother, Yehuda, also went bye-bye, so now you have two sisters that fall down to one brother, but you don't have two sisters that fall down to one brother because one of them doesn't fall because she's a mother-in-law. So now he's left with one brother. Says the Gemara, so then why do you need this following case? Same case, don't get confused. Here we go. It's the same case, just now Levi's also involved in this picture. Levi's mother-in-law is Leah. So now Levi is also to Leah, but Mother to Rachel, Shimon is also Tarachal, who's his mother-in-law, Mutter to Leah. It crosses over, one is Mutter to the other, and also to the other. But why do you need a double case? Can't we figure it out from this case? Just one of them is Aser, and Mutter to the other sister? Hasul Amali, it's the same exact case. What's the difference if one brother's Mutter is Aser to his mother-in-law, and then you add another brother that's Aser to his mother-in-law? It's the same exact case, Tzricha. So the Gemara gives a very simple Tzrichusa. I need both cases. So if one brother shows us what's going on here, he is usher to both sisters. So nobody's going to get confused. Everybody realizes, hey, two sisters, it's usher to be miyabim when two sisters fall to you. I, Shimon, is miyabim one of the sisters. Ah, he has a good reason. One of them is his mother-in-law. So there's something that's keeping us in line over here. But when the two brothers are marrying two sisters, because they're allowed to marry one of the two sisters, because each one has a mother-in-law involved, people are going to get confused. They're going to say, wait a minute. You're allowed to marry a sister, even though she's one of two sisters that fell to you? 
The opposite, you see that since two brothers are allowed to marry two sisters, people are going to say, what's going on here? Obviously, both of them are very related to, to, to one of them. But in a case when there's only one brother related, not, now we continue on with the Mishnah. This is still stuff that we learned yesterday in the Shir, but we're repeating it because it got cut off. Zuhi Shamrum. It says, Asur Lezeh, Muteris Lezeh, Zuhi, this is the case, like this case that you see on the chart. Zuhi, Limute Mai, what does it come? Every time it says Zu, it's this one, only this one, but not, not something else. What is it coming to exclude? Ah, the Alp water. I have no idea. I don't know if it's filtered, not filtered. That's what we have. Zokti Instead of this case that we're looking at, that one sister, Rachel, is a mother-in-law to Shimon, the other sister is a mother-in-law to Levi, instead of mother-in-laws, it will just be a Dirabbanan Isr, a Ervim Dirabbanan. We call it Isr Mitzvah. But but why do you need a second case? We already spoke about a case like that, if one of them is an Isr Mitzvah. So again, the same question like we had before, and a similar answer like we just said. Mali lechad, mali trey. Why do I have to double up the case that both brothers are related to both sisters and each one with an iser mitzvah? Mal the same kila aminenuki iser mitzvah maki misir erva. When do I say that the iser mitzvah is not enough to knock out one sister? Both sisters fall to you. You can't be me having either one. I she's also to you, but it's only a derabban. But when do I say that? Maybe I would say that Maybe because people are going to get confused and they're going to say, wait a minute, there's another brother and he might do it. But when there's two brothers involved, we're not concerned that he'll by mistake be miyavimer. So just let it happen. Let's say that this they weren't, they didn't both fall down to the brothers. Both brothers should be able to do Yibam. That even in the case of mitzvah, and it's with two brothers, they shouldn't be Miyabim. So this is a sugya that we've done on Daftes, word for word. But we're going to elaborate a little bit more. We're going to push the case a little bit. You probably recall Mace Noilad Yibem, Mace Noilad Yibem, or Mace Yibem Noilad, Mace Yibem Noilad. Okay. Doesn't have tests where we had the longest rashing chas. What's going on here? And I'll explain in a second. All 15 cases of the first Mishnah in Yivamas. The Mishnah brings 15 cases of erva that if one of the women that falls down to you, you're Yavam, you're ready to be Mekhaim the midst of Yibam, a brother died without children, you're permitted or you should marry his wife. But what if one of the wives that fell to you, Yibam, your brother who's Nifter, had two wives, one of them happens to be your daughter. Your brother married his niece, your daughter. One of them is your daughter. So because you cannot be Miyabim, your own daughter, you can't be Miyabim, the second one also, the Tzara. But now the Gemara says, why not? Let's make this Masechta interesting. Let's make it Gishmak. 
Some people sit back and they say, you know, it's so, wow, it's too much. I don't know what to do. They're doing this to develop our seichel, our Torah ability. And that is, we're going to say, let's take all 15 cases and make them in a way that there are two sisters involved in every single case. Every case has two sisters. To the point where one sister is related to one brother and the other sister is related to another brother, but not related to both brothers. And therefore, since one sister is related to one brother, he cannot be miyabim her, but he could be miyabim the other wife. And when you look at the other brother, since he's only related to the second sister, he cannot be miyabim that second sister, but he could be miyabim the first sister. Amazing to go through all 15 cases and figure this out. We're not going to go through all 15. We're going to go through two cases only, which we did on Daftes. And Rabbi Yehuda is saying that it's only from six cases in, from a mother-in-law in, I don't want to discuss two sisters in the first cases. Why? My time. Let's go to the videotape. Here we go. Check this unbelievable case out. This is chart number three. For Yosef Biliak, he asked me to number the chart. So on top, there's a number. So we'll make it easier. Chart number three. That two does not belong there. Okay. What you see over here is, there are actually four brothers in this case. Ruben, Shimon, Levi, and Yudah. And there are two sisters in this case, Rachel and Leah. But if you notice, Rachel and Leah don't share the same father. They share the same mother. Ruvain had a daughter named Rachel with Batayim woman. And so did Shimon have a daughter with Batayim woman. Rachel and Leah are sisters. Levi, listen to this unbelievable case. Levi goes ahead and marries one of the sisters named Rachel. Yehuda goes ahead and marries the other sister named Leah. And both, Levi and Yudah go, bye-bye. What happens to these women? They fall Yibam to who? To the brothers of the ones that died. Who are their brothers? Their own father. So Rachel and Leah fall, that, fall to Yibam to Reuven and to Shimon. But not to both. Rachel cannot fall to Reuven because Rachel is Reuven's daughter. So it comes out that Reuven could be Miabim, Rachel's sister named Leah. Shimon, on the other hand, his own daughter is named Leah. She cannot fault him because it's his daughter. But the other one, Rachel, does fault him. So Asur Lezeh, Shimon who's ushered his own daughter Leah, Muteris Lezeh, is muted to the other sister. And when you look at Reuven, it's the reverse. He cannot be Miyabim's own daughter, Asur Lezeh, but he could be Miyabim. Let's see if I can get a laser beam over here. Hmm. It's going to be tough. Can't get a laser. Maybe, um, Gary, you think you can get me a laser? I don't know if you could hear me. Okay. Really wish I had a laser, but I don't want to mess this up. Oh. Huh? Okay, let's just leave it the way it is. 
it, it gets a little bit more complicated in the, in, the, in the next chart. I don't know if you could see my, let me see if I could see my mouse. I don't know. I can't see it on the screen here. Okay. Oh, so let's go back to this case. So what's wrong with this case? The only way Reuben and Shimon can have a daughter each from this woman called Batayim is if they were Iber Isser, if they violated the Batayim woman. Because once Reuben has a daughter with Batayim, then Shimon can no longer marry Batayim. That's Aishas Ach, the famous Aishas Ach that this whole Masechet is talking about. And Shimon can never, there's no Yibam here because Reuben already has a daughter. So this woman, Batayim, will forever be Usher to Shimon. The only way this case works is if Ruvain violated Batayim and he had a daughter. Since it was through violation and not through Kiddushin, the Mela Oynsim it's called, the Mela Shimon could marry her. There's no Isser for Shimon or to violate her. Great. Not that he could, but he did. So that's the, that's the discussion here. Are those cases we want to be discussing in our Mishnah, cases of violation? Says the Gemara, since this whole case is a very sad case of somebody being over Isser and violating Batayin, I don't want to talk about a case of such fashion. Abayi says, no, I could say all 15 cases of the Mishnah, since it's possible, I don't care exactly over Isser or not. We're talking about a riddle now. We're talking about how is it possible to fit two sisters in every single case of the Mishnah. You buy Bainzin to have you buy Benesun to have you. I don't care if it's done Bainzin. This is the case where Boy said that I worked on for three and a half hours. Not that bad. It was just, I wanted it to be perfect. So again, the Torah tells us that if a brother dies without children, the surviving brother should perform Yibam or Chalitza. But that's if the brother was surviving and he was there at the time of the death of his brother. But if he wasn't alive yet, he was only born afterwards, he cannot perform Yibam. He wasn't in this world. But there's a big machlekes as we discussed many times in this Masechta. What if he was born after his brother died, but before his second brother took the first brother's wife, Bibam. So Ruvain dies, he leaves a wife, comes Levi, let's say, and it's Miyabim Ruvain's wife. But before he was Miyabim Ruvain's wife, the little guy, Yisachar, was born. He was in the world when his brother Levi married this woman, Rachel. You're right, he wasn't in the world when Ruvain died. So that's the, the Machlech's Rav Shimon holds, that's okay. So this, this case, only works according to Reb Shimon. And therefore, I don't want it in the Mishnah, says the Gemara, that what? As we're going to explain. It only works according to Reb Shimon. But according to Reb they argue with Reb Shimon, they say that's considered a Yishazach. I don't want to get involved in a mach like this. Rav Safar says, it works even Yishazach. This is possible with six brothers, six Baldwin brothers. 
How do you remember? Let's go to the chart. This is the original chart from Daftes. I wanted to do it a little clearer and a little nicer. I believe this new chart is a lot better. Over here you see it says it's one, two, three, but it doesn't say four, five, six. It doesn't show that Reuben was married. It just showed that Reuben is dead. Yisachar, okay. Now let's go to the new chart. The three and a half hour chart in the French Alps. Ladies and gentlemen, here you go. Okay. What we have here in this chart are six brothers. Ruvain, Shimon, who's under number four. Levi, that's by three. Yehuda, that's by six. And we have the two little guys, Yisachar and Zvulun. They're all brothers. Two of the brothers married two sisters, Rachel and Leah. Reuben and Shimon married Rachel and Leah. Now look what happens. Step one is Mace. Reuben goes bye-bye. So his wife Rachel falls to Yibam to Levi. But before Levi was Miyabim, Rachel, step two is Noilad, little Yisachar guy, also a Baldwin brother, was born. Could Yisachar be Miyabim, Rachel? Absolutely not. Everybody agrees that in this case not, he's He wasn't in this world when his brother Reuven died. Step three is that Levi went ahead and was Miyabim Rachel. He was around, he could. Levi happens to be married to another woman called Five Towns. Step four. Shimon, who's married to Leah, he goes bye-bye. Could Yisachar be Miyabim Leah? That's the Machlegis Rav Shimon Rabbanon. Well, sorry, not true. I take that back. In this case, Yisachar could 100% be Miyabim Leah because he was alive when his brother Shimon was married to Leah. That's not a Shiloh. Everybody agrees to that. Yisachar could marry Leah. But what happened was that after Leah fell to Yibam to Levi and Yisachar, a new brother was born. His name is Zvulun. Hasidish, a little kid, Zvulun. That's step five. This is chart five, by the way. Then goes Yehuda. As Miyabim Leah, the Gemara is going to ask why we have to come onto this. If we stop right here before Yehuda was Miyabim, we get the whole picture. We get the whole case. Why? Check this out. Zvulun, he could be Miyabim Rachel. Why? Because when he came into the world, Levi was already married to Rachel. He's not Reuben's. She's not Reuben's wife. She's Levi's wife. That's according to Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon says, since Zvulun comes into this world, finding Rachel married to Levi, he doesn't care about the history. That once upon a time, she was married to Reuben and Reuben died, and that's considered, you weren't in the world together with your brother Reuben. No, when you were born, you found a perfect marriage between Levi and Rachel, and that's enough. So if that's the case, if you hold like Reb Shimon, Rabban argue, they say not. So this case doesn't work according to Rabban. But according to Reb Shimon, look what goes on here. It comes out the Yisachar could marry Leah because Yisachar was alive when Shimon was still married to Leah. That's the little guy. 
But Zvulun, the little Zvulun guy, cannot marry Leah because he was born when Shimon died and wasn't married to Leah. But the flip side is that Zvulun could marry Rachel because when he came into the world, Rachel was already married to Levi. And Yisachar cannot marry Rachel. So you have two brothers. One can marry one sister, but, not can, but can't marry the other sister. And the other brother, the opposite, can marry those, the other sister that, that the other one can't marry, and he cannot marry the one that he could marry. So that's what is it. But the case continues. This happens to be the longest case in our Masechta. Eight Baldwin brothers. We're getting there. So let's see inside. Reuven and Shimon, it happens to be lined up with the names that we call them also. Reuven and Shimon, right over here, you see the two brothers are married to two sisters. Levi and Levi and Yehuda are married to two strangers. Levi, in our case, is married to five towns. Yehuda is married to Batayin. Mace Reuven, Reuven dies. The little guy is born, and then step three is Vibim Levi, and then Levi takes Rachel as a Yavama. Step four, Mace Shimon. Shimon goes bye bye, Noilad Zvulun. And step five is that little Chasidish kid is born. Vibim Yehuda, and as the Gemara is going to explain why it says Vibim Yehuda, it's not important to this case. Mesu Levi, the Yehuda Banim. Now, Levi and Yehuda die without children. And their wives, Bat Ayin, and five towns fall evil. To Yisachar and Zvulun, And now, because you see the green arrow going from Rachel to Levi and from Leah to Yehuda, so now they become Tsaras. Leah becomes a tsara with Batayin, and Rachel becomes a tsara to five towns. Because Yisachar cannot marry Rachel, so you can never marry Levi's wife, five towns. Because now Levi is married to the tsara of five towns. Because Yisachar can't marry Leah, and Leah was taken as a co-wife to Batayin by Yehuda, so now Batayin can never be married to, to Zvulun either. So the case continues. Not only can one brother not marry one sister, but he could also he can't marry the tsara to that sister. In this case, Leah is the tsara with Batayin, and Rachel is the tsara with five towns. Says so Gemara, um, but the case continues. I just show over here a red line that Leah is a tsara to Batayin. Oops. Jump the gun for a second. Says Gemara, Lomeli Yibem Yehuda. Why can't we just stop the case at step number five? And that's enough to tell us that Zvulun cannot marry Leah, but he could marry Rachel. Why do I have to say that Yehuda went on and was Miyabim? Says Gemara, Tenach Tsara. Tsara, the Tsara, Ma'ikilamemar. But we want to continue the case. We want eight Baldwin brothers. We want a, a co wife of a co wife, a Tsara of a Tsara. Let's check it out. So I didn't know what to do. I only have six Baldwin brothers. So I decided I doubled up 
Well, actually, we have a seventh. We have the Shimon's twin. And all of a sudden, Yoshi, the artist, thank you, Yoshi, sent me this amazing Baldwin brother. Why does he look so familiar? Because this Rosh Hashiva happens to be this guy's twin brother. We'll call him God, G as in God, as the Gemara calls him. So God went and was Miyabim, and we have one more character for today. Mazal's twin. We'll call her B. What's B? I don't know. So here we go. Here's the case, Rabbi Isai, the final case. We have another brother called Usher. He has a D on his thing, but it's a mistake. Usher is another Baldwin brother, and God is another Baldwin brother. And the Baldwin brothers, the, the final Baldwin brothers, they were Miyabim. The Rosh Hashiva was Miyabim, the five-town woman. The guy in the green suit, uh, the, uh, Usher, was Miyabim, the Batayim woman. But each one already has another wife. The Roshiva has Mazal's twin. And Usher, the guy in the green suit, has Mazal. Which are, they are sisters. You see? You see what's going on here? We're continuing this case of sisters. And because the, the sister, the, the, which with the B, is a Tsaras Tsara. She is the Tsara of the five-town woman. And the five-town is the Tsara of Rachel. And Rachel is usher to Yisachar. So Yisachar is usher to Mazal's twin sister, B. But Yisachar is mutter to Mazal. And the reverse is Zvulun, who's usher to Mazal. Why is he usher to Mazal? Because Mazal is a Tsara's Tsara. She's the Tsara to Batayin, who's the Tsara of Leah. She's a double co-wife, a co-wife once removed, the co-wife of a co-wife, I should say. She's the, Mazal is the co-wife of Batayin, who was the co-wife of Leah. So Zvulun is also to Leah, so therefore he's also the co-wife of the co-wife of Leah, who is Mazal herself. But he's mother to Mazal's twin sister, B. And that's the end of the three and a half hour chart. Even the Hodavi Vinu, Nami God Ve'asher. Says the official Mishnah. Let's see if I have it here somewhere. Hmm, not really. Let's see? No. Oh, yeah, it's a fit. sponsored by the Tehillim Group. Eight minute. Here we go. Sponsored by the MDY Tehillim Group, where we dive for Rafuz Yeshua, Shiduchin, for Klai Yisrael, and for the MDY. And for our MDY family, join us at thehillim.eatmendav.com. Okay, Rabbi Isai, here we go. Shloisha Achim. Shnayim behem nisum Here we go to the chart. We have three brothers. Two out of the three brothers are married to two sisters. We had this case. We're very, very familiar with this case. I'm going to be discussing variations of this case for a bit. If they're not sisters, Rachel and Leah, then they are a mother and daughter, a Yisho Abita, a Yisho Baspita, or a mother and a granddaughter, a Yisho, I should say, grandmother and a granddaughter, a Yisho Basbina, again, a grandmother and granddaughter, through a son. Since two of them fall to one brother, what do we call that? 
They are zkukos, achoy zkukos, so he cannot be miyabim, either one of them, Rachel or Leah, because if he's miyabim Rachel, Rachel is the sister of a zkuka. Since we're talking about Zika here, they're banned to Shimon. When Reuven and Yehuda go bye-bye, the two wives fall to Shimon. So they're both banned to him. So you can't be miyabim either one. So what do you do? You give them chalitza. Reb Shimon Poiter. That's why we have our Mishnah that tells this massive chiddush. Reb Shimon says the Zika is so strong that it's as if they're really sisters that are there together to one man, to Shimon. And therefore, you don't even give them chalitza. But if instead of being sisters, they are just Asur with the Isur Erva, they're Arayis Midrabanan, Asur Ba, or Mutter Ba So then it would come out that it's Mutter, your Mutter to the one that Asur Ba, or Mutter Ba you're not allowed to be with the one that's Asur to you, the Isur Mitzvah, which is Erva, the Rabbanan. But your mother in her sister, Isr Mitzvah, Isr Gdusha, Chotzois. Sorry, sorry. That's what the case we said. Since, no, we didn't say that. But here's the case. It goes like this If one of the two sisters happens to be your mother in law, so she's also to you. So now again, like we discussed before, the same idea over and over. When two sisters fall to you, you're not allowed to marry either one of them. But if one of them is usher to you, so it's as if she never fell to you. So your mother and her sister, 100%, as in this case you see, Shimon with the green arrow could be Miyabim Leia. Because only in the, we halachically only one of the two sisters felt him leave. But what if he's not really usher to her like a mother-in-law? It's a different, it's a mother-in-law's mother. It's a Isra mitzvah. Then the halach is it's a mitzvah. It's a kedusha. Chotzeis v'loy b'siyabmos. So then all you do is chalitza and not yibum. Givaldik says the Gemara. Tanya Reb Shimon Poit b'shnei min chalitza min yibum. So here comes the major chiddush. The Gemara is going to explain the chiddush. It says shenem av isha lachoisa lisikach litzror. You shouldn't take two women together as tsaras, as a, as wives. So the Gemara, Rav Shimon learns it, It's not referring to that you shouldn't marry them, but rather even in a case when they both fall to Yuliyibom, like right over here, they are both They're so Aser to you that you don't even have to give them Chalitza. It's as if they never felt you. So what's amazing is, that we have here Zika, two sisters fall to one brother because it's one brother. The Zika is so strong that it's as if he's married to both of them and you cannot be married to both of them, so they both go out. But if it was two brothers, if two sisters fell to two brothers, that Zika is much weaker and it doesn't work the same way. You wouldn't be potter without Chalitza, you probably would have to give Chalitza. If one of them is Israel, uh, Erbo, Says Gemara, Sulomali, isn't that what we just discussed in the other Mishnah? You're right, Lerb Shimon is only a Chiddush according to Lerb Shimon. So, Lerb Shimon said, Two sisters don't do anything. Maybe Lerb Shimon would agree that they should do some sort of Chalitza. 
Because what if there's somebody watching from the side and he sees two sisters, and you say, you don't have to go to Bezna, you don't have to do Khalitsi, you don't have to do anything, they're potter. You must say, um, in a regular case of sisters, we should be geyser. We're not geyser for a regular case of sisters. Isra Mitzvah. Says Gemara, if there's two women who fall to you and one of them is Asr, so what's the halacha? You do chalitza and not evil. Asking Marav, Amrav Shimon, Shnei Achayos, Lei Chalitzis, Lei Misiamos. But it's such a strong zika, such a strong connection, that they should be part of completely, without even chalitza. Because at the end of the day, these women are only also to you with the Rabbana. So when they're raised, they never felt to you. So you shouldn't have to perform chalitza. So as Gemara, Gzair Mishum, Yisra Mitzvah Da'alma. People are going to be confused between this case and a regular case of Yisra Mitzvah. But the second one has no Isra Mitzvah. So why should I be Geyser on her? Why should she perform Chalitza? Let her just go out. You're right. You just punish her, so to speak. Make her have Chalitza because of her, the mazel of her sister. If one sister is Asr Bisr Erva, like we had the case before, let's see if we can find it real quick. There, even in this case. This is a case of Isar. Is it not working? I hope it's working. Yeah. This is a case that one sister, Rachel, is also to one brother, Isarva. So he could go green arrow. He could go and be miyabim, no problem. Why don't we say, she be goes with one sister because of the other? Shani Erva, the Migma Gmiri law, Inchi, Bikal Isla. Everybody knows what's going on here. Everybody knows the mother was Isadar Raisa. And that she doesn't, we understand that that's why she didn't fall to that brother, and that's why Shimon is mutter in her sister Leah. But when it comes to this swim there we're not so familiar. The official Mishnah, sponsored by the MD White Hill Group, where we dive for a full and she him for Klai Yisrael, and for our MDY family, join us at the Next case. So check this out. I think the, the boys are coming back from skiing, so we'll be able to say hello to them. Wow, it's almost the end of the day. Hopefully I can hop around. Who knows? Finish up quick enough. So what do we have here? We have three brothers. Two of them are married to two sisters. And one of them, who's not married, in other words, Shim, the guy in the middle, he performed a mimer. And he performed a mimer. Va'achikach mimer means he went and he gave kiddushin to, let's say, Rachel. He did kiddushin. So step one is Ruvain went bye bye, and Shimon went ahead and did kiddushin to Rachel. Was he allowed to? A hundred percent, because she was the only one available to him. It's not two sisters falling to him. One sister felt him. And when that one sister was available, he ran ahead. Instead of doing Yibam, he did Kiddushin. How much power does this Kiddushin have? And then the second brother goes bye-bye. 
that the mimer is so powerful, as the Rishonim explained, it's literally as if she's married to him. So even though step two, another brother went bye-bye and left another sister, it's not as if we have two sisters that are connected. Rather, he's married to that one sister and the other one goes out. She just goes out without anything because you cannot be married to two women and he's already married, Shim is already married to one. We still lawyer him, we still argue. Why is this to be get to Bechalitza? If he doesn't want to perform Yibom, he should give her a get and then Chalitza. And the other one, Bechalitza. Zui Shamru. This is the, the, the remark that they said that even though Shimon is married to Rachel, he must get rid of his wife and he has to get rid of the other one. Oi Lezu and Oi Lezu. He's, he's bald, literally the Baldwin brother. He's bald from both sides. He can't be Miyavim, Leia. He can't stay married to Rachel. Bye bye. Zuhi, Lemute Mai. What is it coming to exclude? Lemute, Hachti, Rabbi Yeshua. There's a case of Rabbi Yeshua and Daf Koftes. Bezer Shem will get there. The Leav Dinukabas say, We don't do like him. Ella, Iker, Mugliel, Iker, Mugliel. We'll see then the case and we go like Mugliel and Mugliel. Omar, Rabbi Lazar, Leitema, Maimer, Lebi Shamay, Kwene, Kinyin, Gomor. Now, this comes with Belazin says you should know that you write the Maimer is a Kenyan, but you should know that's not a hundred percent a Kenyan. It's not as if he really married this woman. Yeah, it's a real shit. You want to come in here? You heard of Lisa gave birth to my girl? What? Yeah. I, I can't I can't I I gotta learn it. I don't know what you're talking about. My daughter gave birth. Okay, Mazatov, Mazatov. That's it, you're supposed to say. That's it? That's it. Hey, come here. Say hello to everybody. Wow. No, this one, this camera. Wow, you're schwitzing away. How was? Yeah? You found your way around? Yeah. Without me? Yep. Was it better than yesterday? Probably. Wow. How far did you have to walk to get here? Same thing as yesterday? Couldn't find your way back all the way to the hotel. Okay, cool. So it's like I told you that you're not going to get lost and everything? Okay, tell the little guy to come here and say hello to everybody. Oh, Rebbe Lazar, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. What time did the slopes close? Five. Five-ish. Okay, I'll be able to hop it right in an hour, hour yeah. Says Gemara, Rebbe Lazar, Don't think that the Maimer affects Kiddushin completely. That he won't have to perform Chalitza just to get like a regular wife. Says Rabbi Lezer, no, what Bishami meant to say is that, is the front door closed? Yeah. I, I can feel like it's open. The Maimer only affects to push off the other woman, that she's not involved in the case, but it's it's not 100%. And we'll, we'll see what it means exactly. So, if we look at this chart right over here, Oh. So you remember this chart? We have uh, four brothers in the Mishnah. We had the Chavav. There are four brothers. Two of them, Reuven and Yehuda, were married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. So Bishamai hold that if Shimon and Levi go ahead and are miyabim, Rachel and Leah, they shouldn't. But if they did, so we have whether they have to take them out or not. You could, they could remain. 
So you see from here, Yikaimu in Lechatchila Loi, that it's only Bidiyavid. Now ask the Gemara, we just turned to Tafchotes on the base, sponsored by Moishi Horn in honor of Jolly Joe Krause and family, in honor of Ed Kinsbursky, Ryan Kinsbursky, and Ari Miller for learning the Da. Ask the Gemara amazing Kasha. To perform Maimer is not Osir. To perform Yibam is Osir. So just to give money to a woman is not a big deal. So according to Bishamai, that if you perform, you give, you give a woman a ring, you give her money, you give her Kesek Kiddushin, you're kind to her. So that's a great idea. You have two sisters who fall Yibam. Instead of not being able to marry, yes, one of the brothers should give kiddushin to one. She's kinder b'maimer. Now she becomes his wife, and the other one gets out of it. And the other brother should do the reverse to the other one. Have a great way out of this, says the Gemara. Where is he? So what do you want to say? So you're telling me that what? It should push it off completely. Come here, Tzadik. Come, come. No, come over here. Stand over here. I want, I want you to be in video for a second. I want to ask you a few questions. Come. How was? Say hello to everybody. This way, this way, this way. How was? Did you fall? Just what? a couple times. Just what? once? Just once? You fell twice in five seconds. <laughs> Givaldic. Just once. Okay. Elamai, doichetrik mura. Zeyasem maimer viyitcha, zeyasem maimer viyitcha. So let them do maimer and push off the other one and you could be happily married. Elamai, zechla maimer. So we're going to say, maimer de teire dochi. So maybe Maimer only works in a case where, like we had before, Rachel falls to Shimon, it's mutter for him to marry her, and instead of marrying her, he performs Kiddushim. Okay, so in that case it works. But in our case, you're not allowed to marry them, because you have Zika to two women, to two sisters. So you want to get out of your problem by creating Maimer, that's not going to work. So therefore, Maimer, which is performed in a mutter way, like in this case, that would work, but not in this case. Ravashi says it differently. Don't say that Bishami meant that the Maimer is so powerful, it pushes off the other sister completely, and that hurt to the point that the Tsara wouldn't even require Chalitza at all. It's so strong, the Maimer. No, the Pshat is that it pushes off the other sister, that you could marry one of them, but it leaves a little bit that you the other sister that gets pushed off still requires Chalitza. And on that Rebavin said, we learned, in this case, that we're looking on the chart. Sorry. 
Narantanino, Shami Oyer, Mikaimu, Mikaimu in, Chatchilo, Loy. Maybe I should lower this a little bit. Just you show them your contraption? No, I didn't show them my. Behind hack. the scenes? No. Different time. I showed them the Alps, though. Over above it. According to you, that Mimer. If you think, if you would think that Mimer pushes off completely, so you see from here that it doesn't push off completely, because if it did, then each brother has an Eitzah, they should just do Mimer to one of the women and push off. We're holding up Chavtesam and Beis. Um, one third down if you want to join. My sons are joining. Beautiful. They're tired from skiing, but they're still learning tired. This morning, my youngest son, Yoel, who you just saw, first thing, before anything, you didn't eat, you didn't eat, he says, I want to watch yesterday's shir. Says Gemara, Belaha, Katani, but in our mission we learn, It says, it seems like from our Mishnah, when Bishami say, that that the other one should just go out. It seems like she should go out without chalitza. What are you telling me that she needs chalitza? Says Gemara, Ella Yevama the Chazilikulu. In our Mishnah, when he could be miyabam, so the Mimer is really good. It's very strong. Yevama the Chazilikulu Chazil Miktsasa. But when you have two sisters, we cannot be miyabam. Like in this case, on the chart. Then the Mimer doesn't work. So again, the Gemara is making a distinction. Mimer will work when it's very powerful, that you could be miyabim the woman, so the Mimer works. But if you cannot be miyabim the, the woman, then the Mimer doesn't work. Brand new Sugi Rabbi It's a great time to join. Boy Rabbi. Did you take water from the bathroom? No. With soda. Okay, good. I thought you were trying not to make noise here. I was going to say what a big tzaddik you are, but you got soda. Okay, good. Boy, Rabbi. I have to say that my a, a big credit to my children. They really didn't want to go skiing by themselves. They never went skiing by themselves on these massive slopes. They were never in this resort, Bechlal. But after some convincing, and they took one for the team. They took one for the shear. So they went skiing by themselves. I'm very proud of them. Boy, Rabbi. How strong is Maimer, Kedushin, according to Bishamit? Again, okay, Midiraisa, a brother dies without children, so the other brother takes your Libum. That's how you do it, Midiraisa. But Midirabanan, if you give money for Kedushin, it also works. But how strong does it work? According to Bishamit, in the Mishnah, it's very strong. But how strong? So we know in the time of the Gemara, there were two stages to marriage. First would be Erusin. And typically speaking, they the uh, husband wouldn't take his wife into his house for months upon months, maybe even a year. And afterwards, you take him into her house, it would be chuppah, and that's kiddushin. There's big differences in halacha between Eris and kiddushin, as we'll see in a second. Is maimer as powerful as nisuin, as complete chuppah and kiddushin? Or it's like the weaker one called erusin? Let's go through the halachas here. In order to inherit the woman, Erison is not enough. If you just ma'aris a woman, you don't get to inherit her. Nisun, yes. Vilatamala, if you're a Kayan, you can be metama only to your wife after Nisun, not after Erison. If a woman makes a nether, a husband has the right to break the nether only after Nisun. Says the Gemara, Hashta Arusa Balma. Tanarim Chiyushta Arusa, Loyo Enabalim Tamala. 
if after Averson, Rebbechia said that if it's you, you don't you don't act Aninos. the first day of Aninos, you don't namitamo vecheni loy nenes lemitamis loy. Rashi explains pshat if it's on yontef, she shouldn't come tummy to to her chosen arusa mesa in a yarsha. If she dies, you don't inherit mesu goyvik subasa. If he dies, she gets a ksuba. So you want to say that Maimer is stronger than Arison? Maimer is on the Rabbanon. And Arison doesn't even accomplish all this. So you want to say that Maimer does? Maybe the question is, does she require a chuppah or not? After he gives her a ring, do you also have to do chuppah? Or no, he should just be miyab. Is the pshat that it's like X, like Real nisuin, and you don't need to do a chupa. Oidilma erusin oisu bayu mesir lechupa. Or perhaps it's like erusin, and you have to do a chupa. Omalei hashtali over the maimer ksiv. Says gemara simple simple answer. No, regular yibum requires a chupa or not? No, you could go ahead and could be miyabim this woman even balkarchach forcefully. So just because he gave her some money and a ring, that's why you have to add something else called chupa. No, be miyabim or even forcefully maybe. Even forcefully, says no, maybe not. Perhaps if you do Maimer Kiddushin, what's going to happen is the Zika, the bond of, Yiv- of Yibum, expires. A new thing transpired here. I switched it by me giving her a ring. Now I went from being a Yavam to like a regular husband. Now there's Erosin instead of Yibom. My, what's Allah? Toshma. So we learned Shemeris Yavam. If a woman falls the Yibom, her husband Rachman dies, now she's waiting to become a Yavama. Ben Yavam Echo Ben Shnei Yavam. Regardless if it's one brother or two brothers that are waiting to be Miyavim or one of the two, listen to this. Rebelezer Oimer Yafer. If there are two brothers and she made a neder, Yafer, one of the brothers could annul her vow, could be made for her nether. And that, we're going to have four pshatim, what Rebbe Lezer meant. But the Raya is from Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Yeshua Oimer, le'echad No, if one, if she fell to one Yavam, he acts as a husband, and he could annul the vow, he could be made for the nether. Rebbe Kiva Oimer, le'echad She's not married to him yet, so even one Yavam cannot be made for another. Rabbi Kiva holds that there's no Zika even to one Yavam. So therefore there's no Zika, there's no bond, there's no connection. Therefore he cannot be made for the nether. Rabbi Shua, and according to Rabbi Shua, Lechad, Zika, Lechad, in Zika, makes a lot of sense. There's a very strong connection between one Yavam and the Yavama, but not two Yavam and one Yavama. El, Rabbi Lezer, how does he explain it? Even though he holds, there's a very strong bond. But, I can understand when there's one husband doing that pharaoh, great, but Latre, am I, don't you need, don't you require to Yivamim to do it? If both of them are connected to her, both of them should have to annul the nether. How's it enough for one of the Yivamim to be made for the nether? Oh, here you see, Gemara says, we're talking about one of the two brothers performed Mimer, and therefore he has the right to annul her nether, to be made for the nether. And this is our Raya. 
This goes according to Bishamai, the Mimer works and it's a complete kingdom. If this Mimer is so powerful, we're going back to the question, how much power does Mimer have? By giving a Yevama money, Kiddushin, are you like Nisuin or like Erison? Over here you see it's like Nisuin. Why? If it's Nisuin, it makes sense. Mishumachi Mefer, that's why you could do a Taras Nadar. How far is Nadar? El, Erison, Oisa. But if you say that it acts as Erison, Heichi, Matzi, Mefer, how in the world could you do a Taras Nadar? If she's a Naira, she's 12 years old, her father and her husband could be Mefer. Or if not, my Mefer. Oh. Over there also, you need both the father and the husband. So how could, if she's a Murasa, how could this guy be Mefer by himself? You're right. You have no proof from here that it creates an Esuan. No, you need a partnership to be Mefer. But according to Rebelezer, who says Maimer, according to Bishamai, is not a complete Kenyan. It only pushes off the 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 other sister, the Tsara sister, Amai Mefer Bishwitfos. You don't even have Erosin. It's nothing. So why do you need you? When do I say it's so weak that it only pushes off the other woman? To say that you don't need a get, and but you do require chalitza. But did I say that he could be mefer? We have a problem. The lashon is one of them. Yafer, singular. Don't say both husbands, both yivamim have to be mefer. Only one is mefer. They said that she's going to get support, Mizainas, from this Yavam. Once, Bezim Paskin, that she is going to be supported financially by this Yavam, then all her, all her, all her Nidarim that she makes are going to be based on her new husband, the guy that's supporting her. Das. If he doesn't want that nether, she agrees that it's going to go bye-bye. And therefore, he has the right, that one guy has the right to be Mayfair. Have a wonderful day.